We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, on the bottom of the screen here on Twitch, is producer and co-founder Brian Goins. Brian? Off to a great start here. Brian can't hear me. On the left of my screen. Yeah, we're doing, we're just, we're just, we're killing it. I can hear you now. I don't understand. Okay, well, Literally, right before you said, welcome, 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 my audio went out, and now it's back. Oh, good. Crushing it. Vintage Heapy. Vintage Heapy, producer and co-founder Brian Goins. Uh, that voice you just heard on the left of the screen is our anime lover and professional photoshopper, Brass Jazz. What's up, everybody? And on the bottom left of the screen is Heat Twitter president, Alf, host of Hangover Time. Post-game show here on Miami Heapy. What's up, everybody? I got drunk watching football. Did the Giants uh, make the playoffs? Did the Giants make some noise? Unknown if, yet. If the Redskins lose, the Giants make the playoffs. And the most surprising thing about that is I had no idea the Giants had a chance to make the playoffs. And I'm a Giants fan. Like, I just stopped watching football about 12 weeks ago. So so can uh, can someone explain to me um, what the hell happened with the Dolphins? So did they – are they in the playoffs? Are they not in the playoffs? I don't understand. I know it. they lost. They blew it. But they blew it. But, like, can they still make it if, like, the Titans or no. something lose? No, it's, it's no, done. It's, I mean, it's done. The, the team that they need – well, they had – they needed four teams to either lose. All four of them are probably going to win now. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, a, the, it's the Colts now. That's that's like the, yeah, and the, the Colts are, are winning like by twenty points at halftime. So. Yeah, and they're yeah, playing the, the Jaguars, Jags. who are the worst team in, in the NFL. You're Jack. I'm aware. I'm tank aware. season. Tank yeah, season. Tank season. Jaguars. Who are they? Got some some number one pick. That quarterback's supposed to be good, right? I don't know. Maybe that kid is. You're the no, fucking Jaguars the guy. I don't know. I, I don't you're the Jag. The Wait, are you telling me? Are you announcing to the world that you don't give a fuck about the Jaguars? No, I do. I do care. That's Which why we I have said known for all this time. 
But that's why I said that they got, you know, they they have the number one pick. I know that they got the number one pick. I know that we accomplished our goal. Uh, shout out the chat for the Wrong. bits, Trista Tapioca and TTV G7. All right, we're, we're not talking about football because this is a Miami Heat podcast. We're going to talk about the Miami Heat. First and foremost, Ira Winderman today reported of the Sun Sentinel that Avery Bradley was in the medical protocol. Now, I think we thought it was COVID, Brian. You told me it wasn't COVID. Yeah, Anthony Chang just reported off the 5.30 team injury report that Avery Bradley is questionable for tomorrow's game with a stomach illness. Okay, so I'm going to give some personal background story. Uh, For Christmas, the day after Christmas, we had raw fish. We had some raw oysters and clams. My mom's boyfriend got food poisoning. I had all the COVID symptoms, including body aches. Got tested, came back negative. Doctor's like, you have food poisoning or some sort of gastric something or other. Uh, So we were good. Test came back negative. So maybe Avery Bradley ate some bad shellfish. Alf, your analysis. Um, Bad shellfish. Um, First of all, my analysis is as much as I've been drinking... Don't ask me to say shellfish because it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> How much have, you, have, have you busted out the brown liquor today? No, 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 no. But I, I just posted in the <laughs> chat that I will take a fireball shot for every new subscription. Ooh. And look at that. Ramon underscore just gave us a oh tier boy. one sub. Shout out oh, to you. Shit. Where's the right. fireball? Dale. <laughs> All right, so I gotta take. So should I go grab it now? Yeah, go grab it now. Go grab it now. Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna get to brass about the Avery Bradley situation because okay, I'll I'll, I'll put the camera off. He's coming Alf, again. Alf is gonna go full Jair Smith on Hangover Time tomorrow. Oh my God! Yeah, there's gonna be no shirt. There's, I mean, he ha- at some point we have to do something. We need we need to set up a sub goal here on Twitch TV slash MIA Heat Beat for Alf to go shirtless if we get like a certain amount of subs. Why are you laughing, Brian? Darkwing Pinky gave uh, 10 bits for Alf to say shellfish. <laughs> okay, perfect. When he comes back, we got to let him know that he got to say shellfish. Yo, shout out to QTruth10, uh, legit doubted Twitch for this podcast. We appreciate you. Uh, Brass, kind of getting back to the Avery Bradley thing. Yeah. Uh, he's been probably one of their best players in terms of like shooting the ball. He's been really good. He's been really consistent on offense. So he's I like actually, I was third best scorer on the team right now. Oh, it's crazy. He's like one of the best spot-up shooters in the league. And the Goran-Avery-Bradley duo, they're outscoring opponents by like 25 points per 100 possessions with the 126 offensive rating, which is just absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We kind of dismissed the signing, and uh, I, it looks like we're kind of wrong on that one. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you're just doubly wrong because you were so excited about the Moharkla signing. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, you sort of flip-flop those. Um He's he's good defensively. Maybe not, you know, in terms of his health. Clearly, he can't shut that down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he can't, can't get some, the shellfish some, down. Some shellfish. Word to Alf. Alf, you got to say shellfish. Yeah, somebody shellfish. gave ten bits. Somebody, there you go. Somebody gave ten bits there for you go. to say shellfish, and, and they did. All right, so you got, you got yeah, but defensively, I mean, he's and and scoring. I mean, he's 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 a solid player. And there's a lot of people that are that are um, you know lamenting on the loss of of uh, of Jay but honestly seeing what he's doing right now in in Phoenix does not it's nothing to write home about he's in Phoenix right I don't even fucking know yeah he's in Phoenix, Phoenix. he's in yeah, Phoenix that's what I thought that's what I thought you know it's it's funny because so as Alf pours his fireball shot I've been working on a piece for MiamiHeatBeat.com and it's going to post tonight or tomorrow morning Alf don't spill Alf spilling the fireball all over his podcast I'll spill it on my wireless keyboard <laughs> 
this is tremendous. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm writing a piece, and it, I, it's, it, you know what, I, Brass? It started out as a piece talking about the Heat situation at Power Forward and kind of what their long term solution could be until they possibly make a trade, and mm-hmm. it just turned into a Mo Harkless hit piece. <laughs> Not hard. I, I mean, I'll, I'll say the alphabet, and then all of a sudden, by like you know, letter D, I'm going to be slandering Mo Harkless. It doesn't take that long. Alf, before you take that shot of fireball, how? Wait, hold on, I got to shake it first. You got to shake it. Why? Are you? Oh, you mixing it with ice? This motherfucker has a cocktail mixer. Just chilling it. Yeah, I wanted to chill. I don't want to drink fucking. Look at this fireball. guy. Oh, classy. Ice, ice ball. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Oh, nice pour. Let's just not spill it. That looks good, Alf. Not, not too much that dilution, is, I hope. That's quality. That's quality I'm, 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 drinking a, I'm drinking a beer. I'm drinking a Havana lager. Uh, Alf's just pouring the straight fireball shot. Uh, All right. That's for the, first, for the first sub. For the first sub. You sub more, Alf will mix some more fireball. That's, <laughs> that's a face. Someone clip that. Someone clip that face. Yikes. <laughs> Alf, do you want to guess... Mohart you know how long I've had this fucking fireball for? Like I've had it since I moved in here in July. I was like, how long in quarantine have you had that? Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh god, why do people do that? I feel like a college frat girl. Well, if you want off to feel like a college flat frat girl, please subscribe. Why does he like me? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my life. Uh D so do you want to guess Mo Harkless's field goal percentage? Throughout the season, I think so it's far. twenty nine percent or something. Oh, that's way too high. It's seventeen percent. Oh my god! Mo Harkless not, has not, not missed. Even, not even legal. <laughs> not even legal. <laughs> Mo he's has he's only made one shot all season, right? Uh, it's been more than that, but he's missed every shot from two. Wait, no, no, he has. How many points does he have on the season? I think he has three points. Does he? Is it that low? Because I know that I know for sure that he's missed every single shot from two point range. And he's made um, one corner three because I remember DMing Tiffany Meeks about it. Okay, so <laughs> it was Harkless like first, has three it points. Was his first, yes, he's one for he's one for four from three, one for six overall. One for yeah, six. All right, so we need we need someone to to give us some bits so Alf can do one more shot so we can have shot more shots than uh, Harkless. <laughs> oh, of course, somebody Let's needs go. to Let's sub. Somebody step up and give a sub so Alf can have more shots than Mo Harkless. He's played forty four minutes a season, has made one shot, has three points, has five rebounds, one assist, and six fouls. It's early. It's insane. His stat line, it has to be the worst for the first 40. Like, cause, uh, four more minutes and he's played a full NBA game, right? It has to be the worst start in Heat history. Like, I can't imagine anybody has played that many minutes and then produced this little in Heat history in their first 44 minutes. He'd be riding the bench in the Heat media game. <laughs> he wouldn't start for use- Heat beat. Right. I think we, could use- we could use him to spell Alex, right? <laughs> oh, oh wait, Alf, Alex doesn't we play have for a, us anymore. Twisted Tapioca gifted a tier one sub to just be OB23. You know what that just means? Bob. Just oh. Bob. Yeah. Just Bob. I, I'm just reading letters. There Break we go. Record. Oh, we got another person subscribe of Prime. Jesus Christ. Wait, yeah, how Tiffany many weeks? Oh, good luck. That's two shots right now. Oh, that's two oh, subs. Yo, shot? shout out to the product of the Prime sub, Bando. Did you guys, uh, um, did you guys see what the, the bet with Tiffany Meeks was? 
Is, what was, oh, the, was bet? It the jersey thing? Yeah, points, if Mo right? Harkless uh, scores 10 points on tomorrow, we have to buy her a Mo Harkless jersey to wear on uh, Hangover Time. That'd be great. And I, I, thought, I think we're going to have to make that custom because they don't have those ready in the heat. <laughs> oh, I think they do. Right. Who's buying a Mo Harkless? Who owns a Mo Harkless jersey? I want to know see. the person. You know, George Sedano said on Hangover Time the other day that we you just find a, a dude to pick on. Vice versa jersey right now for $120. That's a ripoff. They got to give yeah, those. We're getting, they got to pay that out. It's estimated to ship the date of June 1st. We're getting that one from China. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get you know. Let's you know. We'll we'll bootleg something. Uh, he's been bad. Uh, Tropical blanket, Troppy baby in the chat is saying, I would be shocked if Mo would get the ten points total in the next two weeks. Now, if I want him to go like offensive explosion, I want like nine points in the first quarter. Like he has three corner threes, and then we're getting down to the fourth quarter, and Tiffany's shitting her pants, and he hits a layup. And like now she has to wear a Moharkless shirt. We gotta throw that moment on a fucking shirt. <laughs> just the moments t shirt. <laughs> I said his moments t shirt right now is a turnover. That be a shirt idea. <laughs> his moment jersey is his moment shirt is a pass going through his hands into the stands. <laughs> we should like juxtapose James Johnson throwing a pass. You remember how he used to just throw a pass oh, into the third yeah. row? Yeah, yep. and like. And just going through Mo Harkless's hands, like every game. <laughs> Dark. Okay, I'm gonna shake. Like, I'm, I'm muting so I can shake up my shot. Al's gonna shake. Brian, do I have to do most, two shots? You have to do two shots. Oh my god! Listen, you you this started this. Bad. You started this, Brian. Yeah. Mo Harkless went. So I, I, I'm in doing this piece. I've done a lot of research, and it's funny that we're kind of juxtaposing my sticky. <laughs> you ch- you chose Gross. the fucking drink. You chose out. it. You <laughs> offered. No, this wasn't I have a fucking. This. I have like really expensive crown. I could have taken. Well, you don't want to take shots. No, you got to save that for LSO. You got to say. By the way, check out Light Skin Opinion, Alf's uh, Black Opinions podcast. It's one of the best out there. Uh, I think I'm gonna. Out. I think we're gonna do a live stream this week because Chris had a wedding, and there were like people there, and I don't want them in my house. That's good. See, look at that. We're safe here on Heat Beat. Um, yeah. Okay. Kind of, kind of tying back to the Mo Harkless stuff because I want to kind of finish with that. He's been. Am so I derailing bad. the show right now? No, listen, oh, we love it. We're, this, I don't know I why adver- you asked me to come on these things. It's fucking, it's <laughs> I advertised smart. a vintage Miami Heat beat episode on Twitter, and this is what we're getting. We're getting derailing as I want to talk stats. There's like sugar everywhere. It's. I mean, and and the you know that that's the worst part because the hangover just makes it bad. Oh, I'm gonna be so fucking hungover tomorrow. Oh, and we go back to work tomorrow. Yeah. So it's it's bad. Um, the Heat in Moharkless is forty four minutes on the court. Brian, the yeah. Heat have a seventy nine offensive rating when Moharkless is on the floor. Oof, is that uh, good? Which is is no, it like PDQ where the lower the better? No, no, it's the opposite of PDQ. Opposite. It's the opposite of PDQ. Uh, the Raptors have the Kelly Oubre. Raptors, the Raptors have the worst offense in the league, and he's somehow twenty points worse than the Raptors. Wait, what was that the again? <laughs> No, I just, I, I, I just, I want to. No, I, I feel the Raptors have the worst offense in the league, and when when Mo Harkless plays, the Heat are worse than the Raptors, who have the worst offense in the league by twenty. Ooh, that's really bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad, right? That's bad. Bottoms up to be worse than Raptors. First wow. shot. Bottoms up. We're gonna kill Alf here live okay. on the show. I'm gonna drink some more water. Yeah, yeah. just, yeah, just chase, probably. just chase. Give yourself a little bit before you go to the next one. Hope your um, mic doesn't go out like Christian the other night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd probably it's be fun. Your voice is gonna change pretty soon. Oh, yeah. 
He's been awful. He's been absolutely awful. He's been terrible. And like, I don't, Brian, I don't know what their solution is at power forward. Like I've, I've kind of crunched the numbers and I've looked at stuff, you know, we know what the solution is. We came up with it on the last hangover time. Start Kelly. Kelly. Kelly's a solution. And that's kind of what, you know, spoiler alert, what the ending of the piece is. I mean, the Heat have been really good with Bam and Kelly oh, together. Oh, thank God I don't have to read your yeah. piece. No, yeah. I'm, listen, I'm giving you the Cliff Notes version. He was a plus 1,500 word story. Too many uh, misspellings. Yeah. Didn't read. <laughs> we're at uh, we're at 1,900. Sorry, Brian. What's that meme where it's like, I'm not going to read all this, but either congratulations or I'm sorry yeah, this happened to you. When I tweet that, that's what you have to tweet. You have to tweet it at that at my story. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, it's for you for writing. If I, I listen, I, I'm, I'm out like here. To, I'm, tr- I'm trying. I started writing here. like two years ago. Writing sucks. I hate it. I texted Alex the other day when, when I was writing uh, Alex Toledo five on the floor and I was like, writing sucks. I hate this shit. It's um, a miserable experience. Writing is a miserable fucking thing to do. It's lonely. It's hard. And then, like, when you get stuck, it just it's it's like demoralizing. And no, you're never happy with it. And people are like, never, that was never. awesome. That should and be it, Mo's nickname, demoralizing. Mm. Demoralizing us. Demoralizing. 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 <laughs> That's the name of the pod. <laughs> um, back to our roots. Yeah. Darkwing, so wait, wait, wait. Darkwing Pinky saying there's a solution. He says you gotta start calling Mo a bad shooter over and over like you did with Jay. I mean, well, it hasn't worked so far. Hasn't yeah, worked so hasn't far. Worked. Worked. We've been fu- we've been slandering Mo for fucking weeks. The yeah. crux of our content this season has been Mo Harkless slander. It is just maybe we should praise Mo. I mean, just I in case think, we're gonna we're gonna keep slandering just in case. But like, no, that's that's not <laughs> yeah, gonna help. It, just, did it feel um? Did it feel like on the nose when George called us out for like picking on one guy and like oh, harping yeah. on it? I just I felt like I like bro don't 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 give out the fucking secret sauce. <laughs> like, this is what we do. Move. It's like every time Smoot tweets out like stop uh, stop quote tweeting people just to dunk on them. I'm like motherfucker. That is my entire existence on Twitter. Like I That's find the, the dumbest fucking possible take and then I quote tweet it and I shit on it and act like it's a it's it's a it's a common take. And I'm like, you guys are all idiots. And it's just one dumbass in my mentions with 30 followers. <laughs> that's the formula. That's that's the it, formula to success. It's Alpha Five Four. It's jazz, baby. It's just, <laughs> you know. Alf, those tactics got you into the heat locker room when the executives know you. And it's and it's it's probably well, a Is indictment. it true that Annie Ellisberg like was like he was a fan of your work? I don't know. Me, I, I don't know. Me and Andy aren't like cool, but Andy enjoys my content or like whatever I do. You think like the he height of the organization. Time? Yeah, he thinks I'm funny. I mean you are. And then I right. say I on five on the floor I would say shit and like Andy would Andy would like text Ethan like tell Alf he's an idiot or oh the Alf was right about this or that was hilarious when Alf said that you know he would you know he was he would listen and I, apparently like Pat listened. Like the good thing is like Pat, Andy, none of them are listening to Heat Beat. No, yeah, so we're don't free. Don't worry about anything we say. Yeah, we're good. Like, we're uh, free. We have free reign. No one oh, cares about except us. Except that we're, one time. We're, we're rogue. Except that yeah. one time. Yeah, that except one that time. one time. But other than that one time, we've been pretty rogue. And it wasn't um, the Heat listening. It was fucking Tim Reynolds. Right. <laughs> no, not not that time. The Bang Bros time. We interviewed Bang Bros, and then everybody oh, yeah. got mad at us. I was talking about the time that Tim Reynolds got mad because I said he looked like Grimace at the 800 Degrees uh, <laughs> restaurant opening. Yes. Yeah, let's just he, sure let's air that out some more. <laughs> yeah, let's just <laughs> We're gonna lose access, brass. Come on. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> it's all over. You know. Whatever so, happened all... with the fucking naming of the arena, by the way? 
Uh, like they're it's just on hold. Like, it's they're just I think it's going to be American. the Kia Arena, right? Isn't Kia no. on the floor? No. Is Kia still think, open? Is that a company still? Kia, the car dealership. Yes. Do, do, chat's okay. asking. Chat's asking if we interviewed Bang Bros. If you remember, uh, during the saga of renaming the arena, Bang Bros said that they wanted to buy the rights for the arena, and they wanted to name it Bang Bros. The the Bang Bros Center, the BBC. BBC. And uh, we interviewed an executive at Bang Bros to see how true they were, which the interview was just me making fun of them. Bottoms up, Alf. Second shot. Uh, and then, you know, apparently people didn't find that as funny as uh, as we did. I'll take one more shot. If uh, if somebody uh, if somebody subs, I'll take another shot and tell the full Tim Reynolds story. Oh, shit. There you go. There you go. So let's, you, go. Somebody, so let's go. Somebody subs. Somebody gives a sub. We will give uh, we will give a full Tim Reynolds story. Uh, on this podcast that is uh, of Heat Beat lore. So before was, we get into that, I do, do want to talk a little basketball because there is basketball that ha- there is basketball that's happening. Right. And um, kind of going back to what we were talking about, about Kelly and Bam playing the four and the five spot. The thing I really like about that is not only that, you know, Kelly and Bam have uh, like a repertoire playing together. They've been really good for many years. This season, they're plus four. They're plus 19 net rating on the floor together, which is really, really good. The best part about all this is, is Precious Achua, who is their rookie center, has been absolutely phenomenal and particularly good when he's the only big man on the floor. So when he's without Kelly and without Bam and when he's the only guy on the floor, the Heat are running teams out of the gym. They're, they're plus a lot. They're, they're I think they're plus 19 as well. Yeah, they're plus 19 per 100 possessions when he's the only big on the floor. And to me, Alf, that tells me that, well, if you can... If you have those two guys starting and Bam and Olenek, you're not sacrificing any kind of front court depth or anything because, you know, you could put Andre at the four with Precious or whatever you do, and you're going to be fine. What, so one of the things that where you'd want to stagger Bam and Kelly in the past was did you have another big that can get a rebound, push the ball, run a little bit of offense through them? Um, you know, did, did you have that big in, 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 in on your bench? You did not, right? Um, now you do. You have a guy like Precious who I feel like he grabs a ball, and if there's an open floor in front of him, he's not looking to pass it. He's pushing the ball. I'm not saying you can run it through him like you do Bam or like you did with Bosch, but he's offensively skilled enough that he can push the ball up. He cannot get you in the offense, but he can get the ball across half court and get you, you know, now you're in offense with 21 seconds left on the shot clock. Like he's that kind of guy. So you don't need to quote unquote save Kelly um, for the non bam minutes. And then what was happening, you weren't even saving Kelly for non bam minutes. Like sometimes Kelly would just get lost in the sauce. Kelly has been one of their best players this season. Like, and I, 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 people might think I'm crazy for saying this because I shit on them all the time on Twitter because Dante DiVincenzo and other six foot two guys are getting offensive rebounds over him. Kelly Olenek has been one of your best players this season. Him starting next to Bam Adebayo to me is the only answer, right? And you need, he needs to play 25 plus minutes. Bam needs to play 35 plus minutes. And Precious does not only need to play the 13 minutes Bam isn't on the floor. I think there are times that you can play Precious and Bam together. Like, let's say 
you are you are struggling to stop the other team from scoring. They're killing you inside. Put pre- put Bam and Precious out there because they both can guard the perimeter and they both can stop perimeters. I mean, interior scoring. So I think the way to get Kelly the minutes that he needs to be productive, the Kelly and Bam lineups we know have always been historically successful. Just go for it at this point. Kelly Olenek should be in the starting lineup until you find some other answer. The answer on the on the Heat right now is Kelly Olenek, unless you I'm, go out there and find somebody else. But that's the answer on the roster right now. Like I love, I love that, and I love that we agree because like he's and and I know that he's a guy that's most likely to get traded. You know, he's kind of the salary that you want to move. But I think for sure as a short-term solution, you want that. In the playoffs, that gets a little dicey. I think that Miami's their best when they could put five out. It's Jimmy and Bam up top kind of doing what they do. And you kind of surround them with shooters and guys that could switch. The Heat's 100% upside is going to be filling that four spot long-term. The Kelly thing is just... It's a patch, right? It's like, let's get through this regular season. Let's get through these games until we get to the deadline and we can find a guy like, you know, I saw that Twitch chat was mentioning before, Jeremy Grant. Otto Porter is a guy I really like too. Like, maybe they can swing big for one of those guys. But like, until then, I think that that's kind of the move that that you have. And he's been good. Precious has been good. And I think that's going to solve a lot of what you have. Like, And and like, the numbers aren't gaudy, right? Like, I think the defense are like at like 97 uh, defensive rating or something, Bam and Kelly. Like, obviously, like, maybe they're not that good defensively. But I think the offense that they have is certainly very real. And and some that I don't think that net rating is very fake. Sometimes you see some some numbers and you're just like, okay, well, this number clearly is not sustainable. Like, I, I look at what they do and I don't think it's like that unsustainable. So... To me, that's like, the biggest I would thing. I would be very cautious to look at any offensive rating, defensive ratings, or net ratings for this season. Oh, for sure. Um, I do think that there are some things that when you look at precious, um, yeah, they're really there there are some things there that translate going forward. It just off of eye tests alone. I wish brass had the eye test imaging. Uh off of eye tests alone, precious is I mean, when he's out there, like he he does so many things that Bam does. It's amazing that they found another guy like this. Um, but the Kelly thing, I'm not just talking about this season so far. This is a historical thing with Bam and Kelly. They are really, yeah, really good always. together. And the Last thing is, season. just be, because Kelly starts, because Kelly and Gorn play well together too, just because Kelly starts doesn't mean you can't play Gorn and Kelly together. And then that means when Bam sits, you're still going to have some of that overlap of Gorn, Precious, pick and roll, which has been amazing over the season. Like, they, I feel like they're there, but I think, you know, it's, I think with Eric, he's gonna he's gonna look at every other answer before he comes to the answer that makes the most sense, just to make he's a process of elimination. Like, I think he's already eliminated Moharkless. Uh, I think he's eliminated KZ a little bit too early, um, but I don't think KZ is a starter. Um, no, but right now when everything is I mean the league is so bizarre right now it's like upside down and you can't it's really it's so hard to analyze these things because you know and you know one game they uh the the bucks are shoot a historic amount of threes against us and then you know another game we just we couldn't I mean we went what was our drought from three it was like it was unusual i mean there are just a lot of unusual things that are happening right now and uh i so right now honestly i just wish that that in this sort of uncertain time for all these teams i wish you would get some more play out of casey i think i think you need to see what you have out of some of these guys 
KZ, Gabe Vincent, um, Max Struess. Like, I would rather see all of those guys get minutes and we still lose than watch Kendrick Nunn go out there and be completely useless. Like, honestly, if it was me, I'd I'd make Kendrick Nunn inactive because we know what the fuck he's bringing to the table at this point. You know what I mean? Like, if there's something going on with him, he needs to get his shit together. But... If it was me, I all these young guys, I'd be, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't play them heavy minutes or whatever. I, but I would, those guys would get more minutes than a Kendrick Nunn would. Like, I would, I would see what these guys had to offer. I think we've seen a little bit of that, but I also do think we've seen too much Kendrick Nunn, right? I think we've seen way too much. I think we've seen Gorham play too many minutes in, in some of these games. Um, and honestly, you need him. But if you're going to lose these games anyway. Let's not waste Goran Dragic minutes. You know what I mean? I don't think Jimmy should have played at all last game. None. Because he was a, a net negative in the box score and just on the court while you watch the rest of the team look at him and see if he if he's going to do something. He wasn't right yet. And you lost the game anyway. You scored 93 points. What, 83 points? 93, what did they score? Some, something ridiculous like that, yeah. Like, in, in, in 2021, I, I mean, come on. Like, the, the, I, I, I just think that... I, I like what Brass is saying. If you're going to experiment, let's go with the experiments. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're half-assing the experiment stuff now. Like, you're playing too much. And then Tyler Hero barely played after the beginning of the third quarter, which I didn't understand. Like, we saving Tyler's legs, but not more <laughs> What the fuck are we doing here? Like, what is, you know, I'm not I'm not one to question uh, Eric Spolster. I say that all the time. That's one of the funny things. I say it all the time. I'm not one to question and Eric Spolster. And I question him all the time. Hey everybody, before we get into today's pod, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here on Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you wanted to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and e-learning course filled with tips and tricks. On top of that, we'll get you show published to apple spotify google stitcher and other listening platforms and the best part is that you can get this all for 15 dollars a month that's the same rate that any other hosting site would just charge you for the initial setup so whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow hustle is an open door to your sports experience acceptance to the program is limited so get your application in today to apply go to bwhustle.com join check out the description box for this episode to find out more that's bwhustle.com slash join that's the move well like for you know the goron thing's funny because like they you know in the milwaukee game in the blowout they decided well goron's gonna play two minutes and he's not coming back in and then they they, they kind of run him into the ground the other guys just is a little bit inconsistent and then they save tyler who i thought was playing pretty all right uh and and you either want you know they, they were kind of really force feed the tyler point guard minutes you know you either want it or you don't right it's not like dallas is this elite defensive team that's really going to bother the shit out of Tyler Hero, right? Like th- that's the game where you kind of give them those point guard reps. And if, you know, if they're going to put Josh Richardson on them, that makes Jimmy's life a little easier. But I'm with you. They, they shouldn't have played Jimmy. Uh, you know, I know that he's probably a guy that's going to want to be out there. I'm sure that he's probably going to be out there next game. 
uh, whether we like it or not. And this week's it's like four games this week. That's a lot of stuff. They have a back to back at the end of the week. It's a lot on the legs uh, and they have older guys. So that's I, I'm yeah, not Gorn like hasn't had a break. Gorn had a break one. The second half of that blowout versus Milwaukee. But Gorn hasn't had a real break. Tyler's I mean, had a bigger had more breaks recently. Their only good win so far this season, and the season's young, and five games doesn't mean anything. And I think I want everybody to understand, like, the shit that we talk about, the sample size stuff, the numbers that I'm tweeting, all this stuff that I'm writing, we have to also keep in mind that it's been five fucking games and Cleveland and Orlando own the league, right? So let's let, you know, nothing really matters concretely. You know, we're just kind of give projections and see what's working and what's not working and what's going to trend right and what's not going to trend right. You know, like, we're just trying to, we're just trying to figure some stuff out, but I, but I do, the, I do no, think there are things that we're watching that translate going forward, right? Like we are we are seeing things that are like the the whole point guard situation. I think that's a legit a, a, a legit concern, right? I'm not talking about just because they've lost games. If they've won these games, like they won the game on Christmas Day, and I was still like they don't have a point guard. But like, um, what about the point guard? Because like, I kind of feel like that got solved with Avery Bradley and kind of sliding Tyler over. It is a problem. If you start a Brad starting is only works when Jimmy Butler. Is out. Yeah, but like if Avery Bradley team. starts, then you can't put you can't play Tyler Hero. Why you could they did they played Avery Tyler Duncan Jimmy Bam. You, you that. can't. That's not you can't. Who's who's your power forward? Jimmy. I mean, that's, they've done it already. No, Jimmy's they already, Jimmy's. Yeah, Jimmy's played four uh, via cleaning the glass. Jimmy's played fourteen percent of his minutes this season at power forward, and yeah, but I'm you, that's not your starting lineup. They've done it. No, they have. I mean, not they, they, they have. Lineup. They haven't done that, but they've played those lineups. They play. You can play that in spot minutes, but that's not your starting lineup. You, you but can't. like Alf in the playoffs, they're going to start Goran anyway. But that's what I'm saying. What, what about okay? But here's my thing. If you don't have another, if you have to rely on Goran for thirty something minutes a game, is he going to be? Is he going to be available in the playoffs? I mean, I I think that you kind of want to lower his minute intake, but I think Brass in the playoffs, like that's what worked last season, right? Like they they kind of saved Goran. That the was after season. how many months? How many months layoff? How many months of layoff did we have before no, the bubble? Alf, I mean, it's not. I mean, let let's not pretend that Goran is Blake Griffin or anything. I mean, Goran's a seemingly. By the way, Goran is the best transition player in the league this year. The motherfucker's running up and down the court. He looks fine. He looks healthy. I, I think. Yeah, that do that. Do that for 72 games and see no, how it goes. I don't, I don't think he is, and I think they're going to put a cap on the minutes and they're going to kind of be careful. But And I think Spoh's been careful with guys in the past. But like, I think when, when shit matters and when it's nut-cutting time, it's going to be Goron and Tyler in the backcourt. What time? And in nut-cutting. Oh. I like that phrase. You don't like it? I, I've been saying it a lot on the pod. No, no we're out. We're out on nut cutting time. Yeah, I saw that from the athletic. Uh, Dave Dufour says a lot. Oh, shout out to Dolphin Four. You shout out Dufour. Dufour's my guy, man. I know that after the got fucking mad band. No. Oh, that means I have to tell the Tim Reynolds story. Oh uh, yeah, Dolphins 0401. Shout out for the prime sub. We appreciate you, Alex Solito. Could not figure out how to prime sub. Tell that at the end. Let's save it for the end. Let's kind of get through our basketball talk. We'll save the Tim Reynolds story for the end. I'll take. I think. The shot. I, th- I think this team is is you know they're a finals team. They've just made the final. I think they need to start treating Goron a little bit more like Wade during the big three. I think you need to sort of bubble wrap him more often. I just do. <laughs> yeah, but because Jimmy's yeah. look, I mean, hurt. No, I know. I, and it's it's early. I know that. But I'm just saying, I hope that this trend of just, you know, kind of playing Goran into the ground right now is not going to continue. If Jimmy's I agree, healthy, 
That's what that's if what Jimmy's I'm saying. Healthy, Brass. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. And when Jimmy's healthy, they're not going to have to play Goran a ton of minutes. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I, I'm going to like check the minutes right now. Like, if if they're healthy and if they have like enough ball handlers, he's not going to have to play that much. It's kind of been out of necessity. But he's only here, played here. 23 minutes. He's playing 23 minutes a game this season. Like, let's calm down. Okay, but that's because he didn't play half of a game in five games. So far. I know, I know. Like, yeah, like, 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 let's. So he's playing he's a lot playing of minutes heavy. when they're trying to win. Yeah, he's playing heavy minutes and he's and he's playing important minutes. And he, this is my thing. Jimmy misses a lot of time. I, I, I went back and I was, I was going through my Instagram and I had a video at halftime of like the first game of the year. And I was like, I wish Jimmy Butler would calm down because I don't want him to fuck up his ankle. The next game, he fucked up his ankle and he's missed two and a half games, came back and scored two points. But so like in the last three and a half games, he scored two points. Okay. So you're, you're going because of the short off season, you're going to lose time from Jimmy Butler. This my whole, that is my whole thing. Like if, if because Jimmy can't play, you're relying a lot on Goran Dragic. It is not a recipe for playoff success. That is my whole thing. Cause Jimmy's going to miss time and you do not want to go on playing 30 minutes a game because once you get to the playoffs, you talk about being healthy. They're not going to be healthy. I, listen, I agree with that. I totally, I I agree with that. But I, but what I'm saying is that I think that they have a regular season point guard problem because when it comes to the playoffs, you know, you want Bam at center and you want Goran as your point guard, and then the rest get filled in between those Gee, lines. Gee, the regular season point guard problem becomes a playoff point guard problem. No, when, I know. Yeah, when I'm agreeing with Goran Dragic is in the wheelchair. I know. I'm agreeing He's with old. you. But- this is why Bradley, like I listen. I'm I agree with you there, him. Bradley. Bradley, when Butler can't start, is a way to go. I think that Tyler should come off the bench. I got to be honest with you. I agree, but I think yeah, that he helps the bench I don't units. Want, I don't want the alt right army coming after me every time I fucking <laughs> say something about Tyler Hero. Jesus Christ! Oh, the fans. It's getting it's it's getting to Hassan Whiteside level of cult fandom. Jack Harlow gang gang be after me if I say anything bad about Tyler Hero, and I don't even say bad things about Tyler Hero. I just say I want him to put in successful positions. And does I say that doesn't mean that he'd be the starting point guard? Um, they, uh, I think they consider me um, an enemy of the state. I, I, it's that so is- weird. Uh, Ken Boners uh, in chat is saying that he wants Tyler Hero back on the bench too. Yeah, I, I think it kind of slides. I think Tyler deserves a starting role. I, I think it's probably important to him as a young player. Um, I don't know what they'll do in the playoffs. I know that Tyler started at a necessity in the finals. You know, that's to be seen. But I think that kind of the best thing for them is to kind of put him off the bench. Uh, but, I mean, this is all moot unless they find a solution to power forward, like a long term, because Kelly's not the playoff solution. Yes, so, he like is. That, I think he is. I don't, see, I think like, without a doubt, he is in the playoffs. No, I, I don't. That's that's Why? where I'm, I don't fall because you, you know you, the, the, their strength was you can switch everything and yeah. with Kelly they wouldn't be can. able to switch. They had to play drop with them, and I They're think gonna, also they, like something you guys aren't discussing. Like I, I know you're talking about like not wanting to play Goron and a lot of these guys heavy minutes, but like at the end of the day, we're still playing. Shout out to Alex. We're still going to be playing at arenas. We're not playing in a bubble for the playoffs. So. There's going to be road games and stuff like that. Who knows what it's going to be like in a few months if there'll be fans and stuff. So I kind of want the Heat to try to get a home seed. Probably like will. a two or three seed. I don't know if they're going to be able to get that high. Right now, they're not even in the playoff contention. They have a top five player in the East. Like they, they have two but top, That's they the thing. Like We need to see Jimmy play heavy minutes probably for us to even be in that spot. And who knows by then like how much wear and tear is going to be on all the guys that we're relying on. 
I think I Brian is being super reactionary, but he has a fucking amazing point. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he does. He does. Because the Heat don't have, like, if, if Jimmy misses significant time, if you rely too heavily on Goran and he gets hurt, like, what the fuck happens if Jimmy and Goran are hurt at the same time? This team is trade for hard. That's what happens. Listen, Alf, this is the formula. If that happens, Duncan better shoot brass. Duncan better shoot. Duncan can't get open unless he has a playmaker. How does they'll double team him? Run that handoff and they'll leave Mo Harkless open. (laughs) Oh God, no! Oh shit! That's that's the game where he scores ten points. I, I was wondering what where do we rank in terms of uh, turnovers in the league because that's last for sure. Yeah, we got. I mean, it's last. it's absolutely infuriating. Like turnover percentage, we were at twenty percent in the last I saw. We can't even oh, get uh, shots up. That's a problem. Like our offense is, we'll, yeah. we'll like we'll shoot, we'll be shooting like fifty five percent, and we're down twenty points because we don't even have that many field goal attempts. He'd have. Um, the and then last year, last game they actually limited turnovers. Then they just yes. couldn't hit shots. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Listen, so, I, I'm not taking too much away from what's going on right now. Alf's eye test. Alf's eye test. The Heat have the fewest field goal attempts in the league this season. Yeah, it's what happens wow. when you fucking turn the ball over 20 20 mm-hmm. times a game. Yeah, Alf's eye test. The problem again. Heat. Yeah, so the I mean that that's a weird thing for them. They're they're last in field goal attempts and they're 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 last in, in turnovers, uh, which is just not. Very Eric Spolstra y, but I mean, part of that is Bam's turning the ball over on 28% of his possessions, which is just that, that's just not going to happen. I mean, he's he's too good for that. Well, so the like, thing I, is, this team doesn't have a, got a lot of continuity playing together. Um, they haven't played together in quite some time. Oh, wait, that's not the fucking problem. That's the thing. <laughs> like, it, it, like they, <laughs> they've had like two months off and they don't know how to play with each other anymore. Like, they, I don't know. Like, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't. Uh, turn the ball over a lot last game and they just couldn't hit a shot. So eventually all that shit's going to level out, but the problems are going to maintain, going to be the problems, right? And more Harkless isn't the answer. Um, for all you, if you guys have watched Jay Crowder play this season, he wasn't going to be the answer. Um, there's one answer out there, but I'm done talking about it because he he's fat and he goes to strip clubs and everybody's, you know, he could everybody's a fucking he everybody's could, a priest. He honestly, now. could play the four. They they use him as a four oftentimes on defense. Bro, one, one of the best post defenders in the league. But listen, he's fat. Everybody, every some, all of a sudden, Chats like it's hard in time. All of a sudden, everybody in Miami is a moralist while they do coke off a of stripper's asses. <laughs> but whatever. But now we everybody's, we're worried about everyone's morals. clutching and, their pearls because yeah, Lord James Harden wants to go to Tootsie's. These guys are tweeting from Pervert's Row at fucking porthole pub in Deerfield Beach about how fucking uh, James Harden... You made that name up. You made that porthole name up. Porthole pub in Deerfield Beach? Bro, look it up. Share your story before we, uh, before we go. Hold on, wait. I want to get to some BAM stuff real quick because I... Ends I, 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 great. No, we're going to go. I want to get to some BAM stuff. Tell story while I take a shot. Okay. Um, I, I was kind of looking through some BAM numbers this season, Brian, and like he's been... Obviously, the turnover stuff is like, like inexcusable, but... He's the he's one of the best role men in the league. Like as a pick and roll player, he's been elite. One point seven points per possession as the role man. That's like third in the league, and his volume is absolutely insane. He's the third most used role man. 
Uh, it's just him and Goron, specifically him and Jimmy, when, when Jimmy's going to be healthy. I mean, like, he's he's taking a leap. Like, a second leap, th- that's what, like, he's doing right now. He's shooting 58% on that little one-dribble pull-up, which is just, like, absolutely absurd. And if he's going to have that in his back, because he's going to have that shot whenever the fuck he wants, and if he's going to hit that at that clip, he's probably not going to hit it at 58%, but if he's going to hit it at 45 to 50%, I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. His finishing has improved every year that he's been in the league in 2018 it was 64 percent and in 2019 72 2020 73 and this year it's 83 percent uh that's like that's superstar shit i mean that's the shit that gets you from you know a guy who's like at the fringe of all nba to a to an all nba like staple a cornerstone like that's you know the free throw attempts i think are probably going to be around eight this year which is again that's a superstar leap getting to the line all that stuff like he's been so fucking good and i know that they're two and three and everything feels like shit and jimmy's not i mean their their best player has played two two point three games like their jimmy has been like played nothing they look weird and bizarre they have this weird issue of power forward and yet they've basically been about 500 despite everything going as bad as it can go their turnovers are through the roof their offense sucks and yet here they are and they have this bona fide superstar who's still improving this is absolutely fucking outrageous it's, like, it's 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 nice to see him be more aggressive i mean we've been wanting to see that you know he would always get the ball and he would look to to pass it or end up and and like you know now he's actually shooting it you know when he's open and um and it's um and again this is like what the the tinkering that needs to be going on right now that's a shift in his game and i think i think you know he's proving to be the incredible player that we know he is and he's he's going to get better he's going to get better he went toe to toe the other night with Giannis when Giannis had a triple double oh yeah like Absolutely. and he was a much better defender that game than Giannis was Sure. Like Giannis was depoy. That motherfucker looked like no damn depoy to me. No, like he not was not. He, no. he defensively, he was actually shitty in that game. Hit him, hit and, him with the Kyrie yeah. crossover. Yeah. Oh, come on. That Hezzy, get the fuck out of here. My hit him with is, it. And then John Crotty is like, this is what I call a Hezzy. John Crotty. <laughs> oh, boy. Alf, you mentioned it. You mentioned that on the post. John Crotty invented basketball, according to when him. John when John Crotty said, you know, Allen Iverson used to palm the basketball, Eric, and you know that's what made him so tough to guard for me. I'm like, yeah, John, no. that's why. <laughs> that's why your ass couldn't guard Allen Iverson. He was tough to guard because you were wearing house shoes, Crotty. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe that, and Eric is just like moving on. I was like, come on, say something. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it, Allen Iverson, John Crotty had a hard time guarding Allen Iverson because he carried the ball. Fuck Crotty. And like low key, like just like a sideswipe to poor Allen Iverson. Like I, AI might be the most Teflon dude in the league. Everyone loves AI. I listen. I'm not like the biggest fan of his game, but I will never say bad shit about Allen Wait, Iverson. How racist it is! Oh no, he took too many shots. Shit. Oh my god, I'll, I'll cut out at the perfect time. Out. What'd you say? Oh my god. That's it. Oh, wow. Shit. Censorship from the top. Alf, tell your story now. Let's go. Wow. Is this this has happened twice on Heapy. First with Christian, now with Alf. It's unbelievable. The mics get drunk. This is insane. Fucking fireball. That's fucking I can't hear you, Alf. This is insane. This is the second time this happens. Wow. Fucking, How do we fix this? Turn it I don't over. know, but 
Alf was about to say some scorching hot shit that started with something racist. Can you and hear me? Then, yeah. Yeah, yes, we, that we have, oh, John oh, Crotty okay. is in our IT department. <laughs> so when, when Crotty said they're fast enough already, don't uh, don't give them the palming call as well. And I was like, who's that? Oh, 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 oh my god! He said, no, he even he wasn't just talking about Iverson. He was like, they're fast enough already. I was like, oh boy. Maybe he means Slovenians. Maybe he means Slovenians. Luca and he was talking about Iverson. Okay, so I'm gonna tell the. uh, I took my shot. I'm gonna tell the Tim Reynolds story. So, uh, for five reasons, sports they decided to trust me and John Carl Navas to go cover the opening of 800 Degrees Firewood Kitchen or whatever in Aventura. Um, Udonis has some Dwayne Wade's restaurant. There was a red carpet and everything. We were out there. I even put on a nice shirt. Johnny, Me too. Johnny had like fucking three different cameras. I didn't know what he was going to do with them. Who gives a shit? Um, and uh, so like uh, we were there. I think Ira was there. Tim, all the, you know, Anthony Chang, who's the nicest guy in the world. So we're all there. Well, they were like, all there waiting. because Dwayne Wade hadn't decided if he was going to come back or not at that point. Yep. I yeah, asked him a question. Exactly. Very scared. Very meekly. So we didn't have, uh, so we were there just to, you know, see if he would say something um, and whatever. We were just, we were there because we thought it was cool. Plug um, in the restaurant. Then, uh, so, uh, we're for, and then we weren't allowed inside though. Like Ethan was invited inside to go like <laughs> have, di- like have like the sample dinner and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, We us. were there for the, for the red carpet. And then they're like, you scumbags have to leave. Like you're not allowed. Do you to, remember like, what enter. we went after? Yeah, but I, I'm going to get to that part. Okay, okay. So <laughs> that makes we're sense out there, and then Tim Reynolds is out there, and I don't know where Tim Reynolds thought he was going, um, but he was wearing the shiniest purple suit I've ever seen on a white man in my life. Like, he looked like he was guest preaching at a Black Baptist church <laughs> that weekend. Like he, like, it was baggy. It was bright purple. It was shiny. Like he looked like he looked like he was just stepped out of a Diddy video from the mid nineties. <laughs> He was like, he was like, no money, no problems. I'm fucking Tim Reynolds. Um, so anyway, that was like, oh, cool suit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you trying to impress somebody. Uh, they were like handing out waters. I grabbed the water. I even like gave him one. I was like, hey, you need water because you're sweating because you're wearing a fucking purple suit in August. Uh, so it was. Odd. Yeah, I gave him it was a water. I was very, I was very nice to him. We do the whole thing. One of my fucking videos where somebody asked Dwayne if his kid's going to go to college and University of Miami, it goes viral. It was it was a good night. We had fun. And then they kicked us out because it was like <laughs> important people time. So me and uh, Johnny are like, fuck it. We're going to tap 42. It was a tap 42 or yard out. Yeah. Tap. No, it was uh, tap 42. We went to tap 42. In Aventura. In Aventura. We go to the bar. Uh, there's a really pretty girl there. And I asked her if she likes anime. And she actually said yes. So I grabbed G's phone and showed him, showed her his home screen, and it was like some um, half-naked anime girl in a in a. No, don't girl. don't slander. No, it they yeah, weren't. No. Yeah. Stop making stop making shit up. In a school uniform. It's probably not that much the girl of a stretch, was, G. Yeah, and the, the bartender was like, "This nigga's weird," and she got really. <laughs> She, I don't. She didn't really talk to us that much anymore. But there was like a live heat beat happening right then. So they were like, "Oh, let's call Alpha and G live from the the Red 42. 
It was fun. Oh, it was half 42 at that point. Yeah, we were doing a show with Kate. She was hosting for the first time. And then we yeah. it wasn't just you guys that were doing an event. It was also Christian was doing an event with, um, I think, James Johnson. Yes, it was at the, it was on Miami Beach. I think my mic fucked up again. We can yeah. hear you. Just yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch oh, any okay. mics. Just finish the story. All right. So Kate's hosting and then they call us and I am drunk as shit at this point. So I I went into this whole fucking rant about how Tim Reynolds looked like one of the king one of the kings of comedy. And like he had the Steve Harvey suit and I'm roasting Tim Reynolds for like 5 minutes on on the podcast. And it was funny everybody's laughing and then we posted. Unfortunately, Tim Reynolds is a really good friend of Kate and tuned in to the only Heat Beat podcast he's ever heard because Kate was hosting that one, heard himself getting slandered and called the Miami Heat and was basically like Miami Heat Beat is unprofessional. Like they shouldn't, you know, they you don't don't deal with them. There are a bunch of clowns and this and that. The funniest thing about this is after I left and went to Five Reasons, I'm the one who got credentialed. <laughs> We we were stuck with your sins. <laughs> Miami Heat me got blackballed. I'm in the locker room next to Tim Reynolds. Hey, what's going on, brother? And I'm, I'm like getting access. Nice to suit. I'm the one. That, <laughs> I'm the one that called you grim, motherfucker. Whatever, but I'm here anyway. So anyway, that's Tim Reynolds. That's why I, I don't fuck with Tim Reynolds. Apparently, you do. <laughs> I do fuck with Tim Reynolds whenever <laughs> I get a fucking chance. Oh my god! Yeah, that is uh, that story is uh, of heat beat lore. Oh, welcome back, Alf. Well, well glad la- glad you're back. Not gonna fuck you. <laughs> you're like uh, you're like LeBron, like when he leaves the team, just leaves it scorched without assets, without anything. And then yeah. come back. You guys had no draft picks left. <laughs> Forever, we were just fucking barren. We were a middling playoff team. We were, we were struggling to get to forty two wins. But listen, and you got, Leif, Leif and you guys was through the roof again. You guys got access again, and you fucked it up again. So yeah, the bank. Then the bank bros thing happened, <laughs> and then they're just like, "Fuck these the people." The bank bros thing. I covered a Raptors practice. Room asking weird questions. I only ask KZ if you like anime. <laughs> Maybe that's why Spo fucking benching KZD. Is KZD like Naruto? Yeah. Is that why? I think that's why. Yeah, he, he, well, he liked the worst character in Naruto, though. He liked Orochimaru. I like Orochimaru. When, when Spo found out that KZ likes Orochimaru, that's that's really where the playing time went. Now Rui, Rui Hachimura? <laughs> yes. Is that my fantasy team? I'm waiting oh, for him to get Playboy healthy. Machi in the chat. Yes, you're correct about Tim Reynolds. I'm very happy that I don't have to fucking put on airs around these motherfuckers anymore. Ah, look at that. Now we're from the safety of our own homes doing COVID on Twitch and Zoom. Like I like I used to love like seeing Ira like once every three weeks and him acting like it's the first time the motherfuckers ever seen me. Like, hey, you work with Ethan? Bitch, yes, I told you that shit three weeks ago. Like, Ira's why always am I a super nice person to, to you every time you see me every three weeks. When I introduced myself to Ira for the first time, it was at a Pat Riley uh, Baptist Hospital event. And uh, I found Clay Ferraro, who's like one of the nicest people on earth. Uh, and he fu- he found me because I didn't know anybody. Because I know Anthony. Anthony had been on the show a bunch. So I was like, where's Anthony? I couldn't oh, find Anthony. Anthony is, the pu- is our favorite of all of us. Anthony's people. our guy, the puppet himself. 
Uh, and Barry's and I saw, cool too. Yeah, Barry, Barry's cool. Uh, I didn't Barry. I didn't. I don't know Barry though. I did not know, but I knew Clay. So Clay kind of found me, took me under his wing. Clay's very tall, so I was just kind of like by Clay the whole time, the whole event, and then. You know, I, I was like, I should probably introduce myself to the other beat writers because, you know, I, I'm thinking I'm going to cover more stuff. So I go up to Ira. Hi. Hi, Ira. I'm Giancarlo from Miami Heat You know, it's really nice to meet you. Oh, I've seen your tweets, which could mean a lot of things. It could none, mean none anything. Of are, none of them are good. Uh, probably There's not. not. I think he deleted them all already. But yeah, they were pretty bad. Uh, chat saying that Manso has a beef with Reynolds. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Think that's true. I think the only uh, beef well, that I know, well, the only beef we definitely know of is Barry and Ira. Barry that's and Ira. Yeah, Barry and Ira are, are publicly mm-hmm. feuding okay. on Twitter at all times. From what, let me tell you guys something. From what I know, nobody likes fucking Ira. So, yeah, if you, take I that. like Ira. I like Ira. I, Alex Solana and I are Ira Winderman defenders. There's a reason Ira never breaks any stories. I like Ira. Well, I like Ira. And by the way, Randy Will Mansell's coming on the show. Next Thursday, so watch out for that. We need to stop. We need to stop slandering local. Uh, yeah, you do. I don't know what you're doing. I like these people. I don't. I fucking. I, you don't, in, but I do. Oh boy, I've been in rooms with these people. They, it, listen, <laughs> none of them will ever be on Hangover time. But there's only one fuck. guy we really kind of dislike, and it's you already mentioned him. <laughs> Tim Reynolds, and I don't. Ira, hmm. turned into. I like, I like Ira. Ira Ira's fucking... good. He's okay. I don't think I like love him, but like. I can tolerate him. I don't know if I can. I like Ira. He's really I nice. To, to I me. had to mute Tim's tweets because his freaking jokes are awful on Twitter. Oh, Tim! Ira. Tim! Tim has a Dion usage on Twitter with jokes. Ira, Ira's big time me a few times, which honestly he probably deserves to because who the fuck am I? But at the same time, it's like give me, you know, leave me alone. When uh, I used to get mad about not being credentialed, I was like, "Gee, why are you mad? Who the fuck are you?" And I was like, "Damn, you're right. Who the fuck am I?" Yeah, first of all, why do you want to be credentialed? It's not really that. Not big. anymore. I changed my mind. I'm done. It's it's honestly terrible. Like I got I've gotten like some good answers from like guys in the locker room, but like it like gets really old really quick. Like I I'm I'm so tired of talking to guys younger than me in their underwear. Who is your favorite like, Heat player to talk to? Josh Myers. Really? A thousand percent. Like you would you'd ask Myers That's one true. question honestly, and you'd have like yeah. a fifteen minute conversation. It was amazing. Yeah, he's, he's- Goran's really good to talk to. I wrote to like too. a quarter of the story, but yeah, yeah, he gave me like the best interview. I had like ten minutes. That same time where the Heat media was mad at me, I had a ten minute interview with Myers Leonard, and he, I asked him everything about like heat culture and like just his whole like nutrition plan, and that story was like amazing, and they finished it for me. But yeah, I think Myers <laughs> probably is the best quote on the team. Myers is the best quote. If you can get Duncan or Tyler, La- Duncan, Tyler, and Bam. If you can ask them something and you can get them to chuckle a little bit, like, you know, you're in and you can keep going. Like I have like I was looking I had some Facebook anniversary shit and I had like some really good like uh, back and forth with Tyler Duncan. I had some good me and Alex because me me and Alex would always work as a team. And we got some great shit out of Bam and Derek Jones Jr., who a lot of people said wasn't a good talker if you talk to him and just like engage him normally, like he was actually a really good talker that like he was really fun to talk to. And He's of so course quiet. the problem with the problem with the, the, the locker room is that they're used you to the Ira, and you and Tim, yeah. you can't even get close to Jimmy. Right. You can't, you can barely get close to Gorani. So you have to wait. Like, so when everybody rushes those guys, that's when like you go and find <laughs> somebody else to talk to. And that's, when I you waited get the best shit. 
like for Goran, when I, I talked to Goran, I was working on a story and uh, they had just lost by like 25 points at home. So uh, everyone, Goran's so professional. Like Dwayne came out and then Dwayne does the whole like thing by the locker room and it's like the crowd. But I imagine it's, you know, every fucking media outlet in South Florida is there. Every Telemundo, every fucking Spanish network is trying to talk to Dwayne. Everyone's talking to Dwayne. And I was like, well, I'm not even going to try that. So when they all went to Dwayne, that's when I would I would slide over to Josh. and be like, Hey, Josh, what's up, man? And Josh, Josh and I were kind of friendly. I miss Josh. He was great. Justice, not the not the best talker as much as we love Justice. Uh, I asked Justice if he was better too. The first time I was in the that was all awkward as fuck, Brian. That was super. That was just. It was. So oh awkward. yeah, that's right. Because you were trying to coerce Justice to say it. It was not. It was not. It almost okay. Worked. It almost. Do you have the sound so well, we can I mean, play it? How, how bad is it compared to you showing him your music video on an iPad of you singing? The he loved it. He loved that. He loved it. He I thought think, that was cool was, shit. I think it went really well until Brad said that it was him singing. And I think that's when it got awkward. I'm gonna be yeah. Oh, it got it ended up getting awkward, sure. But he liked it. He liked it. I liked I'm just it. saying. He liked it. But it like trying trying to get like, yeah, that's me singing. Trying to get people to like you know say something like to to egg them into saying a phrase and shit. That that just gets weird. You should have um, just been like, "This is a weirdo fans, bro." Like I don't like. I don't know what kind of weirdo would make a song about you, but here, like, and they, he was enjoying it, and they yeah. was like, "Oh, that's me singing." It was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I'll take that. I'll take Listen, that." Listen, we all we all know Solomon Hill's the best talker, friend of the show, Brian. We got to get Solomon back the next time that he play the Hawks. We got to try to get Solomon Hill back. The Hawks are good, and I'm scared of them. They're fun. Solomon Hill will be starting on this yeah. team right now. He be he be the starting four. Like not, that's not even yeah. a joke. No, yeah, he, he probably would. He can't be worse than Moharkless. He's we played in the finals. He was good. How could you be Moharkless? I'll down that hill. <laughs> <laughs>